Welcome to The Juice, a burst of refreshing knowledge brought to you by Educational Technology. Hello, I'm Randy Colsett, Coordinator of Educational Technology here at Orange Unified School District. I'm Mike Higgins, TOSA for EdTech and Student Achievement. And I'm Apple, TOSA for Educational Technology. Welcome back, everybody. This is Randy Colsett again with Apple and Mike today. And hey, I everyone. Think, oh, yeah. Hello. I think I think as we start out every every session with the juice. So welcome back to the juice. Yeah. We're, we actually have a, a new juice mm-hmm. we're trying out here today. Uh, should we actually say what it? <laughs> should smells we say, good. <laughs> smells good. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody clean the clean that microphone. This one is actually three juices in, or three fruits in one. The three okay. fruits in one. Yeah. Well, we, uh, yep. Yes. Three fruits. So we have like orange, peach, peach and mango. And mango. So let's see what this one's like. Let's try it. Just going to slurp. Somebody slurping. No, I already smelled. He slurped last time. <laughs> oh, kind of sweet and tangy and mm. the party in your mouth right oh, there. That's sweet. I hit the jaws right there. <laughs> oh. There's a, t- there's a tang. <laughs> I think the orange juice is the tang part. I the, really taste the mango in it. Yeah. You know what, like after you brush your teeth and then you drink the, the orange juice, a little bitterness. Oh, that's not, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That'd be good for a smoothie. Yeah, smoothie. I can see that. Go. Early morning smoothie. Frozen as a popsicle. I don't know. Are oh. we allowed to, to talk about the brand? No. Are we, are we sponsored by? No. Okay. Because <laughs> then we'll have to pay them. We don't have any money. We, yeah, we we don't want to dole out any kind of money. <laughs> at all. So <laughs> They'll never pick up on that one. No. <laughs> So, all right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about learning management systems. And if you guys haven't heard what a learning management system is or like or trying to understand what a learning management system is, we'll give you a definition here. This definition comes from the Aurora Institute, which at one time was the INACL, which is uh, an online program, that, uh, online uh, organization that's been around for quite a while, well over 15 years. Uh, and they basically say that uh, an LMS is a technology platform through which students access online courses. And an LMS generally includes software for creating and editing course content, communication tools, assessment tools, and other features for managing the course. So all that put together, you'll end up with like a learning management system. Sometimes if you have courses that just do content or you're just going through content, then you'd have a content management system. So if you combine all three of those, then you have a learning management system. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to actually look at like why, why would we even need to have a learning management system and what are some of the features and what does the district actually use for all of that as well mm-hmm. in, a, in a, currently in our, in our district as a learning management system. So I guess I'd like to hand it off to Apple and say, so what are some of the reasons why a teacher would even want to be concerned about or use a learning management system? Well, it's like a, it's like a home base for everything. You can save paper. Uh, it's great for quick distribution of content. Um, you can pro- teachers can provide feedback. It's a great way to organize content and assignments, uh, and everything's in one place. Like I said, nice, very nice. Everything in one place is always good mm-hmm. and it, easy. It can be used for just not just assignments, but sending out announcements, um, messaging to your students mm-hmm. rather than emailing your students one at a time. Right. So, which is always exciting, especially blast when you, email. A blast email, right? Mm-hmm. So you can blast them out with another with another direction, uh, off of a uh, off of the learning management system. And then I guess from there, Mike, what 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 do we currently use here at Orange Unified as a learning management system? So two of the the two major ones we use are Google Classroom and Seesaw. And as as an upper grade teacher, I use 
Google Classroom pretty much solely. Um, and I used it prior to the pandemic. You know, I use it quite a bit. Um, and certainly I used it during the pandemic. That was uh, kind of a lifesaver there. And then I even used it afterwards. It was um, it was just a great way to, like Apple said, just get that information out there and use it as a as a hub. For Seesaw, um, even though it's kind of, you're going to hear teachers say, oh, it's kind of geared more toward maybe TK, you know, primary grades. Even even high school can use Seesaw. Yeah. Um, there's just, you know, I guess it all depends on how you use it. Mm-hmm. There are even uh, lessons on there for up to sixth grade, I believe, or no, higher too, right? Right. Uh, I believe currently up to sixth grade. I'm not sure if it goes goes higher on the lessons and the the uh, the curriculum that they've put together because the districts actually put up that in place. But if you wanted to have a simple way to actually connect with the students and get information from them, a seesaw could make that possible, even all the way up to high school for sure. Yeah, and so seesaw does have rostering, right? Just like Google Classroom. So it rosters our, it's automatically rostered for our TK through second grade, which is kind of nice. So all you TK through second grade teachers, if you open up Seesaw on your dashboard, you're going to see that your students are already in there. Um, And anyone else that wanted to use it outside of TK through second, uh, I don't think it'd be that difficult just to to launch that to your class. Give them a code. Yeah, and I believe uh, Google Classroom is rostered across the district. Yeah. Um, and then um, you can actually use that all the way down. I've, I've seen it in second grade classrooms as well. So if you're wanting to explore that or get the kids prepped for maybe third grade on up, you could actually start to use Google Classroom as a tool as well. So so all of these are not like limited to a particular area or both of these. You can actually use them uh, for each uh, for any of those grade levels that you felt were appropriate. And that worked for you as well to do those things that Apple talked about to make sure that your life is more simple. And certainly for those teachers that um, like in secondary, if you, you know, you, you teach the one, one class, um, you you can have a Google classroom for every one of your periods. And even in elementary school, for those that do departmentalization, um, you can create multiple classes for that. Kind of keep things separate. But at the same time, you can also, um, I don't want to say combined because there are there's some some unique cool tools within Google Classroom that I'll explain a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to that one. Oh, now everyone's going to be listening. <laughs> so one of the cool Bought things in. that uh, Google Classroom does it does connect to our math program, um, so you can you can launch um, quick digital quick checks um, any of the assignments. So that there's a direct link there. Um, with our science amplify our TCI social studies wonders, you know, you know, it's all digital and you can link those assignments in there. It really is a one-stop shop, um, kind of a nice little hub. Nice. Well, maybe, maybe they've heard enough from us and those people who are doing the podcast. Maybe they'd like to hear from some of the teachers out in the field. So yeah, we actually went out and we talked to a few of the teachers. Actually, Apple did a lot of this. So thank you very much, Apple. Mm -hmm. And uh, she would like to, I think, play a few of those teachers for us now. And we'll see what they have to say about our LMSs across the district. Hi, my name is Ken Felipe and I teach sixth grade math and science over at Portola Prep Academy. Um, I like to use Google Classroom as my LMS, and one of the features that I really enjoy using is the Equatio extension. 
And that basically allows me to use um, math formulas and expressions, and I put those into my Google Forms for my tests and quizzes. Nice. I think one of the things I like that he mentioned was the fact that he's bringing in outside uh, resources that Google that can connect to Google. So Google is not limited to just being its um, LMS or the Google Classroom. It mm-hmm. can actually expand into all these other resources and features that are being built by outside developers that teachers can take advantage of mm-hmm. in the classroom. It makes it expand. Hello, um, my name is Nora Alvarez. I teach Spanish at Canyon High School. Um, I use, I currently use Google Classroom, and one of the features that I really like about Google Classroom is the assignments um, because it's a one place where all students can submit their assignments um, at any time, and it gives me a timestamp, and it's um, paper free. So that's what I like about um, Google Classroom. I like that timestamp. It really, like, you can just see who turned in the assignment late or on time. And and add to the assignments, what I was talking about earlier, one of the features is if you if you teach the same class multiple periods, you can create an assignment and also copy it or actually send it to multiple classrooms. So you don't have to keep recreating the assignment and it keeps everything separate, organized, and yeah, it's one of my favorite features. Yeah, it's convenient. Hi, this is Misty Canto Beaver from Handy Elementary. I teach third grade and I use Google Classroom. I love the ability to post assignments and materials in the classwork section. I think off of off of that, there's there's different sections within the LMS, and one of those is classwork. That's I think Nora Alvarez, Alvarez talked about assignments. That's kind of where your assignments end up, and it sounds like Misty likes to have it all kind of organized in that area. Students know where they can go. They can find their assignments. They know how to... Uh, they know what's due, what needs to be turned in, so it's helping keep her organized in that classroom. Yeah, it's simple. Just go to classwork. It's in classwork, right? Yep. Like a tab on a binder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My name is Stacy Gardner, and I teach kindergarten at Knoll Canyon Elementary. I use Seesaw with my students, and I love the feature that allows them to upload their work they do in the classroom. So, so yeah, something that, uh, you know, parents love to see. They love to see what their kids are doing at, at school. And so, you know, a student creates something, they take a picture of it, boom, uploaded to Seesaw, and mm-hmm. stu- or, uh, parents get a notification, and they can see it right there on their phone. They can add of. a heart. Like, it's kind of like a, uh, what do you call it, a stream, like a Facebook stream almost. Yep. And Seesaw. Yeah. Very good. And I think the other big part to learning is if students students start to create with the content that you've given to them, mm-hmm. that's where this, the learning yeah. actually starts to It's to nice because they can either create it, something on the iPad and upload it or, you know, make it on a piece of paper, take a picture of it, and then upload it. Yeah. That's neat. Hi, my name is Alexandria Maroka. I teach second grade at Crescent Elementary School. I use Google Classroom with my students, and my favorite thing is that I can – Organize things by topic. Yeah, I guess another added feature within the classwork area is you can pick a topic. So now not only do you have the tab, go to classwork, then on the left-hand side you have topics, and you can break that tab down even further. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it by first period, second period, third period, or by subject, science, math, social studies, whatever it might be. I've even seen teachers do it by date or week. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah lots, lots of different ways to organize it. And did you hear that that was a second grade teacher? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? That's crazy. Very nice. Do you have one more? Hi, this is Karine Owens. And Carrie Wagner. From West Orange Elementary. We teach fifth grade and we use Google Classroom. We love some features of Google Classroom, including scheduling assignments ahead of time. So at the beginning of the week, we can schedule everything for the whole week to pop up on the day we need it. We'd like to give a... Uh, we like to use it to give immediate individualized feedback. And it helps all of our, us and our students stay, stay organized. organized. <laughs> all right. I, I did say that making assignments and sharing it to different classes was one of my favorites, but I think that's my favorite, that you can set it up ahead of time. Um, you know, especially if you're, if you, if you uh, are a planner, that's a great way to do it. Sometimes I could plan ahead. Sometimes I was last minute. On the <laughs> I had to, do, had to do it on the fly. Yeah. And the nice thing too is you can actually create any assignment, put it as a draft, then open that draft up and then schedule it. Mm-hmm. So if you've got an idea, like, oh, this will be great for the kids to do in a week or two or maybe in three days, you can post it up there. Right. And if it still applies, then you schedule it. Off it goes right. so the kids and can actually see it. I had s- lots of drafts. <laughs> <laughs> you can schedule it by date and time. So it could be very precise. Uh, if you need it to release after recess or uh, after an assembly. Right. <laughs> um, something I learned recently is that you can, or a teacher can upload a PDF on Google Classroom and a student with an iPad can then open it, open that assignment, mark it up like a piece of paper and turn in their work. And I thought that was super cool. I saw that in the second grade class. Nice. Okay. Now that's my favorite. <laughs> the markup or just that idea just the, just the whole thing, <laughs> yeah, the, the whole cool. thing. so apple wins the uh, great idea of the of the podcast oh, it wasn't award. my idea oh i, I so saw whoever it in alex's saw. class yeah oh there you go so alex alex congratulations <laughs> so so from there i think we were going to talk to you guys about some of the updates that we've seen coming down from uh some of these lms's just a few things uh google classroom just recently and the district is part of of, of a lot of the betas that google puts out for google classroom and other google features um, currently they've released something called practice sets, practice sets. If you can imagine like a Google form, but now the Google form, uh, is grading the uh, assignment for the students. So the students getting immediate feedback, but then also recommending some, uh, items that'll help support them if they miss it. So if a student clicks on an answer, it tells them it's wrong. Then it pops up this light bulb, student clicks on the light bulb, and then they've got, uh, access to either videos or resources that they can read and try to get some more information on figuring out like why they keep getting the answer incorrect. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's grading it for the teacher. So the teacher can see like what the students are struggling with and maybe where they need to take their, their instruction after that as well. And yeah. that is only for math or what is that? It could be for anything. You could use it for anything. So you could use it for vocabulary words. It's a lot, it's a lot of multiple choice. So think about like, when you're giving your practice sets, it's going to be multiple choice types of answers. So any subject, you say. Any subject can be There's used There's multiple choice. There's multiple select. There's open-ended. And it also tells you how many times the student uh, answered the question. So this is not uh, connected with Google Forms. Correct. Mm. It's like built-in to Google Classroom. Very nice. Yeah, it's a whole separate piece that they've actually added on as well. Um, but it looks like, so when you imagine it, looks like a Google form from there. Then we've also been a part of, or we've, we've volunteered to be a part of a software pilot. So there should be some other software that's coming down. Some of those uh, features are uh, like movie making, or there's also, I think, uh, penmanship. So kids can actually write and have it translated into text form. Those kinds of things are coming down. We don't know exactly how those function yet because they just were released and we just signed up. 
but keep your eyes and ears out for that. We might be able to get you guys to participate in it. I believe in practice sets, um, you're able to write and it reads your writing uh, like in an answer. So if it's a math problem, you can you can write it. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's really neat. Part. It works with like a laptop or a an iPad. Nice. That will be great because mm-hmm. you can use almost any stylus then. And then the last one is a, another one that we signed up for uh, that Google is releasing as another beta. It's called Class Visits. So right now, in order to have somebody see your class, you have to invite them as a co-teacher. So then if you're an administrator, so to speak, you end up with at least 27 classes plus the five other classes. they got like 150 right. classes they got to dig through. Right. Now they should be able to visit without being a co-teacher. You can actually view into the class and visit each of the classes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out how that's going to work inside of their system. So something to keep an eye out for to test yeah, as that well. That would be huge for admin, I could right. say. Yeah. Yep. Well, and even teachers, like if you're doing department isolation, how do you say that word again? <laughs> just, I'm going to blame you, Domingo. <laughs> just how you said it. <laughs> department isolation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, anyway, when you ever work together as teachers, you may have to sh- share your classrooms. Um, and that may be another way, a fancy way, or an easier way to actually get into each of those classrooms as well. And then Seesaw, we ended up purchasing um, standards-based lessons inside of Seesaw. So you should be able to jump in. Right now, I know that there's lessons that you can dig through. Those are all kind of teacher-built, which you're welcome to utilize. We've also now uh, purchased the uh, standards-based ones that Seesaw actually put out there. So you can drill down by standard and then actually pull those lessons in uh, for your students to be a part of as well. So something else to utilize Mm -hmm. as features. And I, I think that brings us to kind of our, our big day on LMSs. So anything else that we'd like to express? Uh, well, we do have a workshop coming up if you would like to join the conversation and explore a little bit. Um, it's coming up on Wednesday, November 9th uh, from 3.30 to 4.30. And you can sign up below in the link. Or... I'll say, if, where, where do I go if I want to? Do I show up online? Do oh, I... yeah, it's online. It's remote. And uh, the link is on our uh, EdTech website, on the district website, if you want to sign up, uh, and in our newsletter as well. Uh, and so we'll be going over organization and features for Google Classroom and Seesaw. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, if you want to explore, play around, or uh, if you haven't, if you don't have an LMS learning management system and you want to see which one's right for you, that would be a great place to ask questions. Perfect. Yeah. Appreciate that very much. I guess that brings us to our conclusion for this juice podcast. We thank you all for listening in and hope that you uh, enjoyed the uh, LMS and we strongly encourage you to use an LMS. It's going to save you time, energy, money, all those types of things. You don't have to go out and buy, buy anything to help organize your classroom. We've already put that in place for you so you can make those things happen. So thank you again. Appreciate your time. And we look forward to seeing you hopefully on Wednesdays. All right. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to The Juice. Don't forget to check out our further exploration information section. I'm Randy. I'm Apple. And I'm Mike. And thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.